Possibly, Bye. maybe we'll do this episode of Nani's Tunes podcast with Avery and Lena. Well, I think the next words are probably not, but I'm not sure <laughs> in that song. For anyone who might not have picked up on it, we are doing Bjork and the album Post. Yes, we are. <laughs> I was going to let you have first say, but I'll get re- I'll delve right into it. Bjork, I thought she'd have a way more interesting history than she does. Okay. But it wasn't like... She's from Iceland. I think her mother was some sort of environmental activist. Her dad was an electrician who became part of like, he became a politician for some sort of party that I never heard of because I don't know Iceland history. But anyway, well, she recorded her first album at the age of 11. Mm-hmm. She sang a song at her school talent show. I forget which song because I didn't write it down. Her teacher was like, oh, this is really good. And they recorded it, sent it to a radio station. They played it. Then they're like, oh, let's give this girl a contract. And she made an album just called Bjork when she was 11 years old. Then she was in and out of bands, including the Sugar Cubes from 86 to 83, like post-pop things, just another band here and there. And then she became a solo artist. I never heard of the Sugar Cubes. Okay. Neither have I. Yeah. And I don't know who has. I mean, people have, just not us. So her debut was in 93, called Debut, and did pretty well, garnered her international attention, and then she had wrote Post, or made Post in 1995. And she's been making albums ever since. I wrote down, there's like 11 albums, her most recent I, one I in 2022. I saw that. She's very prolific. Yeah. She was in the 2000 movie for as an actress or dancer in the dark. And she was nominated for an Oscar for Best Original Song in that movie. And she won Best and Best, bleh, Best Actress at Cannes. And I, I'm not sure, or is it con? Doesn't matter. I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that Oscars the next year, 2001, is when she wore the swan dress. Okay. I mean, everyone knows the swan dress, right? Yeah, sure. You don't remember that? It's like, almost looks like a white like fluffy almost tutu on the bottom and then it has a swan head are you looking it up i am looking like it a up. swan head that's wrapped around her neck and the swan the head is like on her shoulder ish that's kind of hard to explain did you find the picture oh yeah, yeah yeah do you remember that everybody knows the swan dress do you know it really no i didn't think i so. do now but <laughs> maybe up there not quite with the neat dress of lady gaga for memorable dresses. She wrote Post. She was living in England at the time. You know, she she called it like be said it was promiscuous as a way to describe it because so many people were involved in this album. Producers Graham Vernon Massey, who I guess is big, British producer Nellie Hooper, uh trip hop artist Tricky. I don't know if you ever heard of Tricky. His name has come up in this podcast before. Yeah. She collaborated with this. A lot of people. She was really, she really wanted this right. Recorded in the Bahamas, but she, at one point, she sang to the sea. They took a microphone out so she could sing to the sea. Okay. One was recorded in a cave, and they, she got it, and like it was ready and delivered. She was like, nope, this isn't right. And then she keep, kept tweaking it and got mm-hmm. a few people involved, which doesn't surprise me. It sounds very, and I don't mean this in a mean way, but produced perfect almost like okay i think yeah like she wanted it just so she kind of says it's um 
kind of, she was in London and has this big city energy because at the time she was clubbing and being an extrovert, her, which is, wasn't her normal. She had over the top friends and she's kind of described it as her life at the time and kind of the album as a once in a lifetime thing. Okay. She kind of wrote debut and had some songs and post is like the second version of that song, like post of that album. Oh, sort of like. Meatloaf, Bad Out of Hell. Yeah, but not as in your face. Okay. But there were some songs that didn't make it that she wrote for debut, and she kind of was like, I'll put this on my next album. Okay. Including Modern Things and Army of Me, I think. Yeah. So why did you pick this album? I hadn't listened to it for a really long time, and I didn't quite remember the whole thing. I think I might have sometimes... I don't know if I owned it or had songs recorded on a tape illegally from it. Maybe I didn't have all the songs on it, and that's what you I feel. rebel. I don't think I taped it. I think my friend did. <laughs> so she... So, and I just wanted to hear it in a new light, you know, like a new phase of my life later, not the uh-huh. 90s. See if it held up or if I had any thoughts about it. Kind of see what you thought about it, but I'm pretty sure you probably wouldn't have liked it. You know what? I I didn't have much hope going into it. Yeah. And after listening to it a couple times, I should have listened to it more. I really enjoyed the music more than her, almost. And it's not that she was horrible. Well, some songs I couldn't get into. Yeah. But the music, like, the, it was really fun. Like, right off the beginning, like, with Army of Me, I really enjoyed that techno beat yeah it was really fun and if it was a techno album i think it would be a really good techno album just on its own yeah and then throwing her into it it made it like that better album and i don't know what the genre is i want to say techno pop and i don't know if i'm correct here but generally and this isn't a blanket statement i think you generally don't listen to women singers i'm not saying not all the time but i probably don't have that affinity for it like you do. Yeah. But I don't, I don't have anything against them. And I didn't feel you did. It's just not where you normally hear yeah. and maybe especially. <laughs> now you're going to make me feel guilty because I didn't pick a female singer for the next album. No, because didn't you pick Garbage? Like you no. pick, and like, And I'm not saying you've never listened to a female. I just say generally. Yeah. I'd say about 80% of your music is men, male singers. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I, I never really counted. I better bump One, that percentage up. two, three. I'm just basically calling you out for being a misogynist. Let's call it as it is. That's, that's what it seems like. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, generally. And I more, and I generally veer towards female singers, female voices even in podcasts. And that doesn't mm-hmm. mean only. I didn't look up the videos. I remembered some kind of, but there were ones like I Miss You had a video directed by the director of Ren and Stimpy. Spike Jones did. I think it was It's Oh So Quiet. Oh, that's my Canadian connection. Oh, let's hear it. Well, I, I had a hard time finding one, but Spike Jones did that music video that you were just talking about. It's Oh So Quiet. And he also did a ton of other music videos. Yes including ones for Arcade Fire, which are from Montreal. Oh, I didn't realize he did. Yeah. Well, that song, in 2002, Brittany Murphy covered it with the Pussycat Dolls. It was in the films Ice Princess and a trailer for Birds of Prey. 
It was in a Maybelline ad, a CoverGirl ad, Coke ad, an ad for Candy Crush, and Acura. Which and okay. did you know that song? Not right off my head. I want to know your opinions on this song. It's oh so quiet. That one kind of sticks out. It's the one. Da-na-na-na. That one. It was fine. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about when I sing it? No. It starts quiet and she's like, shh, shh and then it gets louder and it almost sounds oh, like is an that old where jazz she's like, one. Almost screaming in it? Yeah, it goes from whispering. Yeah, that's whispering. probably one of those ones I couldn't get into that much. That's kind of what I figured. And there's been times I love this song and there's times like, this is not the mood that I am in for. Yeah. <laughs> my can- I wanted to get that out about that song, but my Canadian connection has to do with Isobel. The Hudson Bay Company had a vessel in the 1800s, a trading vessel called Isabel, and they're Canadian. That's my connection. Oh, hey. I had another one, but this is what I'm sticking with. And it's kind of funny. Some some people think It's Oh So Quiet might be her most, uh, her biggest hit. Some people think Hyper Ballad is her best song. Just throwing that out there, just different. Possibly, maybe, also a great song. Like, that gets a lot of critical acclaim. Mm-hmm. Did you have a favorite song? I'd say just the lead song off the album. Um, that like heavy kind of sounding Army of Me? Yeah, Army of Me. I Sorry, do. I just yeah. couldn't think of it. No, that's all right. I, <laughs> Even though I already talked about it. I got to say, I should have put this on when I went for my run the other day. I think this would be a... I, ha- I have Hyper Ballot on my running list and it's a great running song okay. but i think if i listen to the whole thing it would be a good pace for running i don't necessarily look for fast because i'm not <laughs> just more kind of almost energetic yeah i really it held up it was better than i kind of remembered okay. or like i said i don't think i i think i knew some songs and maybe i didn't own the album it was better than i was expecting yeah and the songs that i knew yeah really still loved so Good. I didn't realize I like how the modern things has some of the same the same um lyrics. It's hyper ballad, like cars and stuff. I forget the lyric oh, okay. and then it mentions that. But but I do like the irritating noises of dinosaurs in that song. <laughs> and I just think that's a quirky lyric and yes. I liked it. Yeah. How did it fare? Well, the Icelandic album charts, number one. Not surprising. Canada Top Album CDs reached number four. It reached like top 10 in a whole bunch of countries. There wasn't too many number ones, but still successful, I'd say. Yeah. In Canada, it went platinum, so over 100,000 albums. United States, it was platinum as well. Worldwide, 3 million albums sold, so pretty good there. What I kind of like is it's very 90s in the fact that it's kind of niche. Yeah. 90s had stuff that didn't necessarily fit so well anywhere else. I'm going to preface that with, or maybe not preface, but talk about, so you talk about the uniqueness of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And I was looking up, this was released in CD, cassette, vinyl. Yeah. But it was also released in Germany, United Kingdom, and the United States on dual disc, a product of the 90s. Okay. So a dual disc is... It's like music on one side and DVD on the other. Oh. Yeah, to, to put it easily that way. So, hmm, And I didn't know. Yeah. And I know 
there's a lot of artwork and I didn't really look into it. There's a whole bunch of story how it has to do with mailing stuff. And I didn't really like her coat is made of old envelopes or something, but I didn't want to, I didn't delve into that too much. But yeah, um, what made me think that just niche is it's not for everyone. It's very niche. And that is, I like those things about the 90s, those little surprises or artists or one-off or you know yeah yeah so what are we going to put on our list do you want to put army of me sure okay have you been keeping up on our playlist um sometimes i think it's been a month or so since i haven't so okay i'll 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 update it soon i trust you that leads us to next week's album next week's album which is the debut album of the president's of the United States of America. Okay. And the album's called The Presence of the United States of America. Did we talk about that album before? Oh, we like, talk about like, it every day. I meant we like, do we, t- yes, but do we talk about the name of that album one time? But never mind. No. Awesome. And listen this weekend for Lisa Loeb for 90s Tomb. I can't think of the name of the song. I want to say it's I Miss You. Or you say, yeah, I forget the name of the song, but I know the song. (laughs) Yeah. So listen and then listen next week. Hear what we think of the presidents of the United States of America. Yeah. Awesome. Tune in. Bjork. Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. Bjork. Potty, maybe? Something with. You're actually going Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. (laughs) I I just did. (laughs) Well, that's our opening today, folks. I think about possibly maybe. (laughs) I like it. Let's go with something else.